Hi, this is Pastor Greg, and welcome to View from Above. You know, as we face these difficult times, it's so very important that we understand where our eyes should be focused. The scripture tells us in Hebrews chapter 12, beginning at verse 1, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is before us, looking to Jesus. There it is. That's where our eyes should be focused. Not on the news media's negative reports, all day and all night it seems, but looking to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, you see, Jesus was looking ahead, the joy that was before him. And it says, in looking at that joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, despising the shame. It was a shameful thing to be crucified. It was embarrassing, hanging naked before everyone to see, to mock you, to spit upon you, to cast stones and threats at you. But as looking to that which was before him, he was able to endure that cross and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him, Jesus, that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest you be wearied and faint in your minds. So considering what Jesus went through will give you strength today. Think about it for a moment, friends. Each of us has had our fair share of difficulty in life. It's so obvious to us that when Jesus hung on that cross, he had a different perspective than we do sometimes. Look at Luke chapter 23, verse 43. It tells us, Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, Today, shalt thou be with me in paradise. Consider Jesus on the cross, yet thinking of others in the midst of his suffering, in his darkest hour, probably the darkest hour in human history. We find the one who's suffering, thinking of others. On that cross, Jesus was not only bearing the wounds, the scourging, the beating, the abuse, and hardest of all, the crucifixion, but he was bearing all the sins of all his people and the wrath of God for them. There are no words to describe or even to parallel experiences to illustrate the misery this must have been. It was literally hell on earth. How expect or how really unexpected then 
to see one of the thieves crucified next to him, turn to him and ask him for a place in his kingdom. But as striking as that scene was, it must have been even more shocking to see the one who was suffering so much turn to that thief and speak to him words of comfort. If Jesus can think of others at a time like this, surely we are utterly without excuse for ever being self-centered or self-absorbed in times of personal struggle or affliction. If Jesus can help and encourage and comfort while hanging on that cross, then certainly we can minister to others in the midst of our own pain or our grief or our loss. These are times when we all must adjust. We all must live a totally different life. Our daily routines are not the same. Our world is topsy-turvy. We seem to wonder what's going to happen next. What area of the country or world will be the epicenter of this deadly virus? So we all have grief and pain. But looking at Jesus and focusing our eyes upon his example, we will have the strength to help others in the midst of our own pain or loss or our grief. Let me ask you a question. Are you struggling under the weight of some difficulty? Maybe it's the uncertainty, the panic, the fear, the sorrow. Then let me challenge you. Look to Jesus on the cross. Not only does he have words of comfort for you, but his example is a model for you. Looking to Jesus can take your eyes off of yourself and inspire you to reach out to those all around you who may be hurting and hopeless and needy even more than you. Can we pray for those that have suffered loss in this terrible pandemic? Can we take just a moment to ask God to help them. I read of a pastor and his family and several members of his congregation in this last week that are needing prayer. His name is Greg, that's all I'll tell you. Let's pray for Greg and his mother who's in intensive care in very critical condition with the coronavirus. There are others, some that have had their children taken away when they were diagnosed with the virus others that have had to stay away from their elderly parent in the last few moments of their life. They couldn't even hug them, stroke their face, and say, I love you in person because they weren't allowed to go in to that environment for fear that they would catch that virus as well. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you today for your loving kindness. We thank you for the power of the cross. We thank you for the 
assurance that you give, that blessed assurance that if we'll look to you, we will have the courage to be like you if we will consider your attitude and let this mind be in us that was in you, we will actually in our suffering be able to reach out and comfort and minister to others who are hurting more than we are. Father, I pray for those that are in hospital wards all over this world today, some that can't even breathe, because they don't have a respirator or anyone to help them. Others, there is no cure for this virus, so they wait and suffer alone because their family can't come to their side. We pray for them. We pray for Pastor Greg, who's now in a hospital waiting to get over this virus, and we pray that him and his family and members of his congregation would be strengthened in the power of your spirit. We pray for those in the entire world in hospitals, Lord, in Italy and in Spain and in China, even still, they suffer. Lord, those that have lost loved ones, bring comfort to them and encouragement that there is hope in you. Father, as we continue in prayer, I pray for that one that may be listening to me on the view from above today. I pray that you would touch their heart. If they don't know you as their Lord and Savior, would you come into their heart today as we pray this simple prayer together? Would you pray it with me if you don't know the Lord Jesus as your Savior? Come on, join me. Say, Dear Jesus, I come to you a sinner. I know I can't save myself, but I have faith that's rising up in my soul even now that you are the Son of God, and I believe that. I confess my sin. Come on, repeat it after me. I confess my failure, the times that I've disobeyed your word, and I lay it at the foot of the cross. And like that thief that hung next to you, I ask you to remember me and forgive me and write my name in the Lamb's book of life that one day if I leave this world, I will be joined with you in eternity to spend forever rejoicing in your presence. I confess Jesus Christ as my Lord and my Savior. And I will live for you, Jesus, from this day forward. I ask it in Jesus' name. This is the hope that we have in this difficult life. The hope that one day God shall wipe away all tears from our eyes and there'll be no more sorrow, no more pain, for the former things have passed away. May God grant you comfort, strength, healing, security, and hope in this difficult time. Thank you for joining View from Above, considering the things of our lives from heaven's perspective. God bless you.